Modern life is crazy busy. Power your midlife energy with all-natural Bossa Bars Menopause Energy Bars. Delicious, keto, and intermittent fasting-friendly. These bars help women manage weight and energy during all stages of the pause. Try them at bossabars.com. That's B-O-S-S-A bars.com and save 10% with code KD10. Welcome to A Certain Age, a show for women who are unafraid to age out loud. As much as I adore podcasting, grabbing a microphone and dropping into your ears via your AirPods as you walk or drive or cook, for the first time since launching this show, I wish A Certain Age featured video. Because my guest this week danced her way into my heart during an Instagram scroll session that set me down a rabbit hole of her low-key, lo-fi, but high-energy dance workout video sessions and her elevated style. Every time her feel-good videos pop up on my feed, it's a scroll stopper. Please meet Mimi Eisen, pro-age blogger, midlife movement evangelist, and creator of what's about to be your favorite social media account, Hey Middle Age. Welcome, Mimi. Oh, Katie, what an intro. Thank you so much. (laughs) I'm so happy that we're doing this. I feel like I know you because I watch your videos. I adore the content that you share. It's so energetic and inspiring and lovely and warm. And I'm so thrilled that I get to sit here and talk to you, although I wish our listeners uh, could see you in action. And hopefully they will go check you out after the show. But I, I hope so too. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, you know, I know you launched Hey Middle Age in your late 50s, and I know you've had multiple careers, and I would love to just start with some stage setting. Why did you launch Hey Middle Age into the world? Well, in my mid-50s, I'm 59 now, I started to have um, a lot of physical issues. So it started with frozen shoulder, I had bone spurs, I was diagnosed with osteopenia, And worst of all, I had a herniated disc in my back. Um, My A1C level was rising. You know, all these things were happening. And so I just started to dig in, look at what I could do to improve my health. And along the way, I was learning about things that happen in middle age. Um, So I realized that the truth was I really wasn't taking that good care of myself. I was running on caffeine and sugar. And I just thought, well, I work out two to three times a week. That's sufficient. And it's really not because I was, you know, sitting on my butt for eight to 10 hours a day. And I know now that we really need to move our bodies throughout the day. So as I was sort of gathering information and learning about things, um, I was looking for sites and blogs. And, and I, I, I didn't really love a lot of stuff that was out there. You know, the messaging was either really sunshine positive, which I think is unrealistic, or um, the messaging was, you know, there's a lot of things wrong with you at this age, you need to be fixed. So I thought, well, I'm just going to take some of the things that I learned and I'm going to write a blog. Why not? Uh, So I did that in January 2021. Yeah, January 1st is the day I launched that. And this is actually, I'm going to go back a little bit because... I decided to start it in 2019, but was scared out of my mind to do it. I mean, it took me two years to launch this. And if you look online, uh, how to start a blog, you could literally, you know, put one up in a few hours. But I just kept, you know, creating distractions for myself because I was just really, you know, 
scared and nervous to put myself out there. So Maybe I want to stop for one second and say, I love this because it took me two years to launch this podcast. Oh, I, wow. I, I, it's, it's so funny that you said two years because for two years, I kept saying to myself and no one else, I'm going to launch a podcast. And yep. I didn't do it. And then the year that I turned 50, I said, I'm doing two things. I'm throwing an amazing birthday party with all the women in my life that I love. I had this epic seven-hour lunch. It, it kind of ran long. And then I literally got the podcast up 35 days before I turned 51 because I said, you said you were going to do it, Katie. You said you are going to do it when you're 50 and you're about to be 51. You better get in action. So I love okay. that. You know, sometimes it takes us a few years to kind of throw our hat over the wall and go for something. Well, I'm going to tell you something I did that was different than you. I told people I was going to do it. I told people because it was going to, you know, create accountability and put me on the hook. And I still didn't do it for two years. I know. I, I, I started telling people, once I launched the podcast, I said, you know, I'm going to keep going. And, and when you, I agree. When you, when you tell the universe what you're up to, you create a series of accountability partners. I hired uh, Dave, who is my uh, sound engineer. And I, you know, I, I invested in a couple of shows and said, all right, I've like told everybody I know now that I'm starting a podcast and I've spent some money. So I guess I'm going to keep going. Yeah. So you, you, yeah. So you kept going. Tell us a little bit more about the first of all, I also want to say that I'm shocked to discover that you had these series of sort of health challenges, because when people click clack over to Instagram and look up, hey, middle age, I would assume that you grew up as a, as a dancer and you're in phenomenal shape. Um, you are so limber. You know, did you grow up dancing? Did you grow up moving um, and then sort of take a break as you as you as you got older? Yeah, I mean, I always grew up doing something in high school. I was a cheerleader, um, but then I always took dance classes. I started doing, you know, hip hop in my 20s and um, going to the gym. Uh, I loved step aerobics in the 90s, which I still do on uh, Instagram. Um, when I was 40, I started adult ballet and I did that for 10 years. And then when I was 50, I started boxing classes and I've been doing that ever since. That's my favorite workout. But um, yeah, the back issue was probably the worst. Well, the frozen shoulder was really bad, but um, that I, I got over that. But the back issue is the worst. And I've, you know, I've done a lot of things for it. And I sort of created my own protocol to manage the pain. It took a long time and I experimented and tried different things, but I'm probably about 90% pain-free. Um, and so, you know, doing all the things I do from strength, strength training to hit, just moving and always, um, I mean, movement and mobility is really my priority. And I do that because one, I want to do what I'm doing today, but I want to be able to do that in the next 10 years and 20 years and, and beyond. And that's really my message. You know, my mission is to inspire people to just move, you know, and whatever that means for you. And I, I'm not an expert. I'm not a coach. I'm not a trainer. So really, I feel like I'm sort of the the first phase. It's like, because that, that's how I got to do a lot of things. It's like I saw people, I watched people doing it. Um, the first time I took a boxing class, it was a total fluke. It was not something I was looking for. I was scared out of my mind. It was not the thing for me. And it was the hardest thing I had ever done. And I was about to, you know, I was going to leave. And it's like, okay, well, that was okay. But I saw women in the ring doing combinations and hitting hard punches. And I thought, okay, that, I want to do that. 
And that's what made me come back again and again and again. And now it's been almost nine years. But I think that can be really helpful. And I don't think people should be doing what I do. Um, I just think, well, I hope I'm motivating people to just start to do what's right for them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because Mimi, that's yeah. what, like, I love that you saw the women in the boxing ring. And you saw them, you know, visually and said, I want to do that. Because I think that's a big part of the charm and appeal of your videos is that you, you, it looks so inspiring and so inviting. You've posted stuff on your Instagram. I've seen you box on your Instagram. I've heard that's incredible exercise. For listeners who are thinking, you know, I, I probably need to be doing more. I'm getting older. I, you know, like Mimi, I've had a couple of speed bumps. You know, what do you recommend? I know you've written a recent article entitled What to Do If You Want to Exercise But Hate Working Out. And I would love it if you could walk our listeners through some of your recommendations. Well, in that article, I wrote that you really need a big why. You know, the reason why to do it, something that's earth shaking. So I think it's pretty common that people get into shape, whatever that means for you, for something that's special, right? A wedding or a reunion or so somehow we're able to get motivated enough to do that. But then once we hit that and it's done, sort of, you know, backtrack, let it go and stop doing it. Well, that's a big why, but also having a long health span, that's that's a big why or being mobile in the next, you know, 10, 20, 30 years, that's a big why. Um, but in the article I wrote, if you get really, really specific, so for example, um, traveling is not comfortable, right? But I want to be able to travel in 10, 20 years and beyond. So I want to be strong enough to, you know, put my bag in the overhead. Um, I want to be strong enough to keep dancing when I'm 80. I want to be strong enough, um, to, you know, it, it could be anything it is. If you have a dog, do you want to be able to throw the ball with your dog? Do you want to play with grandkids or future grandkids? I mean, really think about something specific that you want to be able to do years from now and then sort of reverse engineer it and say, okay, well, what do I need to do now and tomorrow and next year? Because it's, it, it, it's not a one and done um, to be able to reach those goals. Now, obviously, life goes sideways. There's no guarantee of anything. We know that we're in middle age, but why not give yourself the best chance? Why not reduce the risk as much as you can? I think that's um, such a smart piece of advice to really, you know, put the big picture out there because sometimes we think, you know, I'd rather sleep in or like I'm tired at the end of a work day. Am I really going to go to the gym? But when we when we don't think of it simply as going to the gym, but we think of it as something that allows me to to travel and to be there for grandkids or to be on the dance floor at a, at a child's wedding, you know, that's that's what keeps you going for the long run. Mimi, we're yeah. heading into a quick break, but when we come back, I want to ask you about some specific things that we can do to keep our mobility, keep our strength as we continue to age. We'll be back after this quick break. Have you ever successfully set someone up on a date? In my 53 years, I've only ever made one successful match for a friend, which is why I'm so eager to introduce you to the nonprofit Let's Talk Menopause, because I know this is a relationship that's going to work. Let's Talk Menopause is changing the conversation around menopause so women get the information they need and the healthcare they deserve. 
Understanding menopause is a lot like solving a tough jigsaw puzzle, as there are so many pieces. Menopause can have over 34 symptoms, insomnia, joint pain, low libido, difficulty sleeping, irritability, mood swings, fatigue, brain fog, painful sex, urinary leaks. It is a long list. Visit their website, letstalkmenopause.org, to find all the tools you need, the 101s to understanding the physical and mental menopausal changes, information about their public ad campaigns and advocacy work, a downloadable symptoms checklist to share with your doctor, and so much more. Visit letstalkmenopause.org. Together, we can change the change. All right, Mimi, we're back. You you uh, outlined such a smart piece of advice, which is that we should all focus on our why uh, as the kind of motivator for our, our exercise to increase our mobility and our strength. I, I want to ask you specifically about one of your posts on your Instagram that, that caught my eye and cracked me up. You said, if you grew up with a rotary phone that was attached to a wall, you are probably dealing with a loss of skeletal muscle mass. And I had a laugh because I was like, hello, rotary <laughs> phone. You know, I remember that. And it's like, then I was like, oh, wait a minute. That means I am probably dealing with, you know, the skeletal muscle mass loss that, that occurs as we age. It, it, it gets harder and harder to to uh, create the muscle that helps power our bodies. Uh, how do you make muscle building a part of your routine? And what might you offer to listeners as a starting point? Well, as I started reading and listening to resources about aging, um, one of the things I learned about was something called sarcopenia. And that's the loss of muscle mass. And it starts in your 30s. And if you don't do something to counter it, to build muscle or maintain it, you can lose three to 8% of your muscle mass every decade. So you can imagine by 60, 70, 80, if you're not maintaining your muscle, well, you're going to have some issues with mobility and your strength. So, I mean, you can look almost anywhere and a lot of trainers um, and, you know, they're all going to tell you strength training is a good idea. That is a good idea to be part of whatever your fitness is. Now, I think for some people, it seems a little scary if you've never done strength training. And, you know, it doesn't mean you're grunting it out in the gym. Like, it doesn't have to be that. You can start small. You can start with, you know, a couple of dumbbells at, at home. Um, there's just so many resources for how to do this. Uh, I'm actually doing some, a, a, a workout challenge this month with bands, you know, bands is a resistant exercise. They're super lightweight. They're really, really cheap and they're effective. Uh, so there are things you can do. I really feel like people need to kind of, you know, give themselves the power to go out, do some searching, do some work. You know, there's no one answer for everyone. Um, so again, I feel like sort of my mission is to inspire, to go out, find out what's right for you. And I know it's working. I mean, I get messages every day from women, because 97% of my audience is women who say, okay, you know, I saw a video. Now I'm walking every day. Oh, you know what? I rejoined my gym. I'm dancing. I haven't done that since I was a kid. Um, you know what? I have this dusty hula hoop in my garage. I started using that. So I'm getting these messages. People are telling me, yeah, you know what? 
I saw that or I want to do that. Um, One of the things I love about your videos, too, first of all, I mean, I'm so knocked out by your ability to dance because you show both dance and exercise. And, you know, some of them are simple. You showed one where you're sitting on a yoga mat and I think you call it a butt walk where you're just sort of sitting and your legs are straight (laughs) out forward and you just move yourself forward on the mat. Everyone needs to go look at this. I'll put it into the show notes. And I thought to myself, I can do that. That looks intriguing. It's like a little, simple, snackable exercise. But some of them, it's just, yeah, it actually works your glutes. And yeah, so- I mean, it's just like a tiny <laughs> little thing you can do. And I, I haven't done this. And I thought that looks manageable. I can handle that. But some of your <laughs> dance moves, I'm like, that looks a little bit complicated because I am definitely a going left dancer while everyone else is going right. I have been my whole life. Um, how do you learn all these dance moves? And how can we learn dance moves if that's something that we want to add to our exercise routine? Well, I do have a little hack that's on my um, Instagram highlights. And so what I do is I do these remixes with the reels. And so if you don't know what a remix is, it means you can take somebody else's video that's on Instagram. And if they allow it, you can be side by side with that person. Um, And so what I do is I'm side by side with these dancers and I do their dance. And the way I learn is I screen record the dance several times on my phone. I um, airdrop it to my laptop and I watch it in iMovie in slow motion. And some of these things can take um, hours, Katie. I mean, some of them. I bet. I totally bet. Everyone needs to go look (laughs) at some of these dances. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. That um, I, I, I spend a lot of time on some of them. Um, and it's to me, you know, it's some of them can be a, a challenge. And, um, you know, I get a lot of satisfaction getting through them because I'll, I'll tell you, there are some I'm halfway through and I think, oh, no, you know what? I don't think it's going to work. I'm not going to be able to do it. It's too fast. The feet, you know, no, it's too many steps. But then I just don't give up. And if I continue doing it, I mean, it's just, it's very satisfying. You look so happy and joyful every time you're doing them. And I thought like, I need to get, I need to try some more of this. I mean, the, the <laughs> exercises that you're doing, I, I can incorporate into my routine, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to, you know, make it myself accountable to my, my audience. I want people to, you know, ask me, I, I'm definitely, I'm going to do a remix with you at some point. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like I, 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 you know, because yeah. we, you know, we we can we can do hard things. That's one of the themes of the show. <laughs> and, uh, even though I'm a left, while everyone else is going right, dancer, I am. I, I definitely want to do this because you look so happy and so joyful. It, it I is, think dancing is absolutely magic and joyful. And you know what? It doesn't matter what you do. Just do your own thing. Just turn on some music. Be by yourself in your bedroom. It doesn't need to be steps. It doesn't need to be choreography. And it'll make you feel great. You know, and, and I, I, th- I think that message is resonating with a lot of people because I know from our conversation that you, you just shared, you launched your Instagram, you know, under two years ago. You have 90,000 people watching you, 90,000 followers. You know, some of your videos have millions of views watching you dance and exercise. And, you know, my own Instagram is teeny tiny and is growing slowly. So I'm pretty knocked out. You know, what do you chalk this uh, growth up to? Is it the energy? Is it the joy? You know what? I just don't think there's an answer for that. I mean, when I started to lean in, I started to do these reels. I, I just, I feel like I got lucky. A couple of them went viral. I, I think I just, I don't know. I picked something that happened to be trending at the moment. And I got this really massive surge, maybe four months in. 
five months in um, after I started posting regularly. And then I had another sort of, I call it a surge because suddenly I was getting, you know, a lot of activity. And so I had another one recently. Um, and that's where it's coming from. I, I really, I don't, there's no magic. There's no strategy, really. I, I just think people are, people enjoy seeing people dancing. Do you think it's because they also might be surprised? I mean, you are 59, as you shared yeah. at the top of the show. You're, you know, you're in great shape and look uh, amazing. But do you think people are surprised to see somebody 59 being so limber and, 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 and dancing? I do. I do. And I know that from the comments. And um, I think the age peace is um is key and and i i say it very loud and proud um a lot of the captions are this is 59 and i do that purposely because it's really about redefining what 59 is um and you know people will tell me well you don't look 59 or i can't believe that's 59 and i said well i am 59 so this is what this is what 59 looks like exactly (laughs) right so but um I have to say I do purposely want to put a little element of surprise in each post because that's my way of redefining what 59 is and getting older is. I want to show people that it's um, not all downhill, that um, quite the opposite. It is going uphill. It's what um, I I just read this book. It's called The Upgrade by Dr. Luann. Resendine, she's a neuropsychiatrist. She calls um, the time after being fertile or reproductive the upgrade. And I agree with her because there's a lot of changes, a lot of positive changes that happen where you sort of have this new freedom, I guess. At least that's what I'm feeling. Um, No, I can totally relate to that. And that word upgrade is such a phenomenal word because. I, I relate to that. You know, I feel like so much has been upgraded about my life, my sense of confidence, my relationships, you know, the relationships that I've nurtured over the years with with friends, my husband, my children as they as they age. I, you know, I have young adult children at this point. And I feel like so many things in my in, in my life have been upgraded and strengthened and enriched as you know, have become richer as I as I've aged. So I adore the notion of the upgrade. I'm going to put that into the the show notes and check that book out myself. I I love that your website and newsletter really cover a range of midlife topics. I mean, it, it, you're not just it's not just in dance and exercising on Instagram. I mean, you write articles about everything from thinning hair to ageism and marketing and the media. You wrote an article on whether or not it's possible to age gracefully or if that should even be a goal. Uh, what resonates most with your audience? What is there something that gets people clicking over and over again every time? Oh, it, it's kind of spread out all over the place because honestly, the articles are a little bit all over the place. It's just sort of what, you know, is on my mind at the moment or I might see something or hear something or read something and want to react to it. So it could be anything from reacting to, you know, the Sex in the City sequel or um, the thinning hair thing was just a recent one because I try to be pretty positive 
around aging, but I'll have to say thinning hair is where that's my full stop. No, no, no. I'm not here for that. I'm going to do whatever. Yeah, I no, we want to look and feel our best. You know, we're, <laughs> age, we're age positive on the show. I know that you're a listener. In addition to being a guest, you know, we are um, excited about this next phase of life because there's a lot of good goodness and richness that c- comes with it, but there are challenges. There are definitely speed bumps. It's hard to have, you know, aging parents, um, you know, being a sandwich generation, you know, raising our kids while, while helping our parents navigate uh, life. There are bodily changes. You know, everyone who's listened to the show has heard me talk about dry vagina and toxic rage. You know, some of the, the surprises of midlife, the unwelcome yeah. un- unwelcome visitors that, you know, you're kind of like beat it out, you know, out the door with you. So getting older is not without its challenges. And and hundred oh, percent. I mean, I call it the vintage vagina. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, vintage vagina. We love it. I got one of those. All right. <laughs> I think what's really fantastic is if you're looking in the right places, including places like your podcast, you know, we're just we're just more open and we're talking about um the issues that come along with midlife and uh yeah, you know what? There's some really sucky things that happen. I'm I'm not um I'm realistic about that. Um, I don't want to dwell too much on that, but yeah, you know, we've all gone through some really, really hard things by now. Um, and we've but, navigated them and it allows us to, to navigate new challenges and take new things on for size, even though it took you and I two years to sort of launch these creative <laughs> projects that we had as long simmering goals or ideas for ourselves. And we, you know, we finally did get ourselves into action and, and, you know, what would you say to a listener who's thinking, you know, I have this two-year goal that I haven't yet achieved, you know, that I've been kind of kicking around and I haven't gotten into motion on. How would you encourage a listener to, you know, uh, get an action, you know, work on their own upgrade? Is there something that worked for you that you can pass along? You know, I do have an exercise that you can try. And it's really to have a really honest Um, neutral conversation with yourself. So, you know, what changes do you want to make? What's missing in your life? So get a piece of paper, have two columns. And then the first column is, you know, are the things that you want, write them down. So column one is what you want to do. Column two is how to make it happen. And you don't get a column three with all the reasons why it's not possible. So just keep, just, Keep that off the table completely. Um, And so if you do that, it's just a more proactive way of figuring out how to get there versus sort of what I call automatic no syndrome, because I I had a really huge case of that, you know, no, 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 no. If you find all the ways why you can't do something, we'll just flip that around. Don't even let that be part of this conversation you have with yourself. It's, well, how do you make it happen? And I love I that. Think- I love that exercise. First of all, that is so smart. This is not a three-column situation, right? right. It's, it's two. <laughs> uh, listeners, we have a two-column situation. If we want something, you know, and we've written it down, what are we doing to make that happen? And I, I love this notion of just not allowing yourself to have a no, you know, or not allowing yourself to have um, – you know, that, that that inner voice that kind of gets in your way. Because even though I think as we age, it's been the, my experience, it's been the experience of the women that I've talked to on this show, you know, that we are better about not listening to our inner voices, our inner, our inner critics, our inner no's. Sometimes they're still there because we're human. Yeah. Um, so they're there. 
and they're strong. Those voices are strong. I mean, we have these biases that we've had, you know, forever. And um, sometimes you really have to be very intentional about just knocking them aside. Just yeah. got to find a way. Yep. And I, I think everyone that's ever done any any sort of thing has done that. They've overcome. And I think people forget that sometimes. You know, I, I, I remember um, doing some sort of professional development training a number of years ago and sort of really drilling down into this concept of the inner critic. And um, when it was really top of mind going to a cocktail party where I felt nervous, like everyone you know, they were they worked in different fields for me. And I felt I just felt a little anxious. And I reminded myself that every single person in that room felt the same way I did. And yeah, you know, that they, they they too had this inner voice. And it's just it, it allows you to, um, I don't know, to, to not stop yourself by thinking that other people have it all figured out. And, you know, I, sometimes when we're younger, I think we think other people have it figured out. And, and we realize that that is not that that's not true. Um, right. Mimi, I'm, and I'm, I would I'm, also say mm-hmm. to add to what you just said is, don't stop yourself because of your age. I mean, I hear it all the time where, well, you know, I'm too old for this. I'm too old for that. And that's just, that's just not true most of the time. Yes, things happen because of age, but a lot of times it has nothing to do with anything. So I, I, you know, there's not some invisible line that you suddenly cross where you're too old to do you know, do cartwheels or wear shorts. I mean, the line doesn't exist, people. It's just a hundred percent. I know the, the the two old syndrome is something that that I that I hear as well uh, from from listeners and from just people in my life for my you know for my day job. I hear that that sort of anxiety about aging, and it's getting older and ageism in the workplace uh, and society is real. It's not that it doesn't exist. But um, if you believe that it is stopping you, you're right. You know, I always have a yoga teacher who says, if you think you can't, you're right. So don't be right about this. You know, don't don't assume that you're too old to do anything. Uh, right. Does it mean it's easy? No. Right. Does it mean um, that you might not have to work a little harder or look for a different avenue or a different path to to make your dream a reality at a certain age? Maybe. Um, but if you think you can't, you're right. And, and let's not think that we're right, that we're too old to do things because it's not true. But the, the ageism piece is real. I mean, we know that is a massive issue. Um, it's what we grow up with. It creates these biases. It's in marketing. It's in the workplace. I mean, I think a stat I read is it starts for women in, in their forties, which is just mind boggling to me because that's, to me, that's very, very young. I feel I mean, like this I, is starting to change, though. I mean, you're like you're a big part of this. I mean, there's a wonderful community of women in midlife that I've uh, met and uh, sort of befriended from starting this podcast. And there are there are women launching companies that serve this market, bringing products uh, to to life that that help um, women thrive in midlife and navigate some of the physical changes that occur. There are women who are creating content. That's inspiring. You know, there are there are podcasts, there are books, there are, you know, there's you with all of the wonderful wellness content that you share on Instagram. I really I, I feel like it's beginning to change. What is your experience? Yeah. I mean, again, if you're looking in the right places, you can find it and you can see it. And that's what I like to surround myself with. You know, who am I listening to? What am I looking at? Um, where am I scrolling? And I those are the messages I do want to see. I want to see what what we're what we're doing, how active we are, um, how we're staying strong, um, 
you know? And, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I had a wonderful, like, do you know Monica like, Corcoran Harrell from uh, the the platform Pretty Ripe? Um, Monica was a guest on the show. She's phenomenal. And we did a little age myth busting when she came on. And we talked about the myth that you get invisible as you age. And she she shared her reframe on this, which is that um, you're visible to a new audience. You know, maybe... Maybe you walk into the bar and you're invisible to like a bunch of you know young guys that you you don't want to be dating anyhow, uh, but you're visible in an entirely new way. And I love that reframe because I believe it's true. You're visible. I think that you as you hit midlife, as you as you age, you're visible to people for different reasons. For you're visible because of your expertise or your wisdom or your experience, or you're visible because the people that are seeing you. Um, you know, ha- ha- maybe have better taste themselves. I love that. Yeah, I love that reframe. And I think that's a big part of what you what you bring with to Hey Middle Age. You know, also, Mimi, I'm a little bit curious. On your website, when I was on it, that you say, quote, there's no owner's manual for aging. But one thing's for sure, <laughs> right? Which is true. There's no owner. I'm trying to help give one, as are you. We're sharing a lot of great information with women in midlife. Uh, and then you go on to say, but one thing's for sure. The runway ahead of us is shorter than behind us. And this is true as well. You know, and when you're looking at this shorter runway, what do you want to be doing with it next? And and does a shorter runway help clarify for you what's important? Yes, absolutely. Um that short runway, it just, you know, there's an urgency now. I, there's just, I don't want to waste time. Um, I want to be intentional about where I, where I use my time, right? Um, and who I'm with and what I'm listening to, what I'm reading. So I do um, try to kind of, so, well, for example, I'm not reading the news as much as I used to. I just don't want to kind of carve out the time for those things. I want to stay um, more focused on things that uh, make me feel better and are going to get me to my goals in my future. But um, yeah, there's definitely an urgency and I just don't, I don't want to waste time anymore. Uh, Yeah, it it strips things away. Things are less important. You know, you, you really... You know, you for myself, I prioritize um, you know you know core friendships that I've had, but I also prioritize meeting new people. You know, I've, I I I love um, adding new amazing women to my life. I've been so grateful that the podcast has connected me with new with new people. I'm prioritizing family, and I'm prioritizing my health in ways that I didn't do when I was younger. You know, and and I really feel like that's a big part of what I see with the with the content you share, and that. That it's it's you're never too late. You're never too old to you know uh, take up boxing, right? <laughs> to take up TikTok dances, to take up all sorts of stuff. What's next in store for you and for Hey Middle Age? When you said you want to prioritize your goals, what would you like to see come next for this platform? Um, well, I you know again, my mission is to inspire people, to motivate people. So I'm going to you know keep moving along that path. Um, I do have a couple of things that are in the works that I can't really um, talk about right now. But you know, just doing something, just taking action. If you do that, things come to you. It's just it's really interesting. And so again, when I started to lean in 
to Instagram. I did my first post in January of 2021. I did my second one in December of 2021. And by then I just thought, oh, what the hell? Let's just do this. That's when I started putting things up regularly. And then things started to come to me. I mean, that's how I ended up here talking to you, Katie. And I've met a lot of other really amazing people. And so Yeah, I mean, I'm being asked to do some things, and there are some things in the works. Oh, my God. Well, you're going to have to – you're going to keep me updated, and I'll update my (laughs) listeners as we go along. But I want everybody who's listening to this to take this on as a personal mantra, and here it is. Oh, what the hell, right? Because we all have something that we want to be doing, and we're standing in our own way, and you need to throw your hands up in the air and say, what the hell? Why not? Why not go for it? I love this. Mimi, this has been so much fun. We're going to be moving into our speed round. This is going to be perfect for you because it's high energy note that we always end on. And you have amazing high energy. Let's do this. Uh, Launching Hey Middle Age was? Uh, Scary. (laughs) Nice. We like honest answers. You frequently say dancing is happiness, which I adore. What else brings you happiness? Oh, uh, my family, for sure. Being with my family, uh, good chocolate. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. Simplest mu- muscle building exercise that we should be incorporating every day. Oh, probably a push-up. But that's not so easy. A plank. A plank. Okay. How about this? Work up to this more challenging exercise over time. Uh, Start the plank and work up to a (laughs) (laughs) push-up. All right. Beginner dancers should check out this online account for inspiration. You know, I love this account called Forward Space, and they have a website. It's a studio out of New York, and um, I was a subscriber, and there's a lot of great classes that you can do online. Nice. I follow this trusted social media account for great health and wellness information. Oh, I really like her garden gym. Her garden gym. Okay, nice. And I I tell people to go there if they're looking for, you know, exercises or if they're just starting. Um, She, her target is women 50, 60 and above, and she has great information. Fantastic. Okay. Um, You mentioned that you're doing a challenge using exercise bands. What is another exercise, you know, tool? that we should all have in our exercise kit? Well, some weights for sure. Um, you know, if that works for you, try using some weights. I've been um, using a kettlebell a little bit more. Okay. Not that, that that's right for everyone, but I've been um, having some fun with the kettlebell. Those scare me. I, I have been using the, the ball, the bands. My, my daughter uh, introduced those to me and I love them because it feels like you're wearing like amazing jewelry, but it's actually you know, helping you with weights. So I'll put those into the show notes as well. Um, Okay, Mimi, finally, your one word answer to complete the sentence, as I age, I feel. Limitless. Love it. Love it. That's my word too. I love it, love it, love it. Thank you, Mimi. This has been so much fun. It's wonderful to connect with an Instagram friend uh, over a microphone. Maybe someday we'll get to do it in real life. I am committing to doing a dance remix with you over Instagram, but hopefully we'll get to do uh, a a dance in real life one of these days. Thank you so much. Before we say goodbye, how can our listeners find you and Hey Middle Age? 
I am at heymiddleage.com. That's my blog. And I'm at heymiddleage on Instagram. And I'm pretty active there. Thank you so much, Mimi. This wraps A Certain Age, a show for women who are aging without apology. Join me next week when we dive into the taboo topic of female urinary incontinence with Aubrey Hubble, the founder of Hazel, a company looking to disrupt the Depends market with a sleek, disposable brief that looks and feels like real underwear. And before we go, have you had a chance to head over to our new podcast sister account over on Instagram? We launched Let's Age Out Loud to share more stories of midlife awesomeness. And I would love to feature your story. Head to Instagram at Let's Age Out Loud to submit your story at the link in bio. Special thanks to Michael Mancini, who composed and produced our theme music. See you next time. And until then, age boldly, beauties.